As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of My Beautiful Chaos with Misty Fitch of Fearfully Made Ministries. Today, I just have so much kind of weighing on me that I just have a need to talk about. And so maybe someone needs to hear this. I always have worked with the teenage age group for lots of years. That's the age that I taught in school. That's the age that I led when I was doing youth ministry. But then Probably about two years ago, I started working with fifth and sixth grade girls. Now, let me just be honest with you. When I was approached about working with fifth and sixth grade girls, my first instinct was to say, absolutely not. Nope, can't do it. I am intimidated. The younger you get, the more intimidated I am by these kids. I don't know why. I just am. But It has been the biggest blessing to move in to this age group and work with fifth and sixth grade girls, those preteen tween girls that my daughter is almost coming into that age. And I feel like it's kind of helping prepare me for what's ahead for her. But one of the things that I have learned is, y'all, these girls that are in fifth and sixth grade are talking about the exact same things that my sophomore juniors and seniors were talking about 10 years ago. I need you to like really hear what I just said. I had sophomores, juniors, and seniors going through some big, big things, things that I had never experienced as a teenager, big things. But I moved into this age group with fifth and sixth grade girls, and they are now going through some of those same big big things. And I don't know how it has become like younger ages are getting hit with these big things that they weren't faced with ever before. Y'all, I'm having fifth and sixth grade girls talk to me about people in their classes talking about suicide. My husband has fifth and sixth grade boys coming to him talking about thoughts of suicide. When I was in fifth and sixth grade, I don't even know that I knew what that was. But our kids are being faced with this right now at a very, very, very early age. And I know this sounds deep. I know this sounds a little bit deeper than the things that I usually talk about. One of the things you're going to hear with my podcast is it's going to be a big variety. So bear with me because this one is a little bit deeper, but it's very real. 
And some of you may not even realize that our young kids are going through this very thing. John 10.10 says, The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Do you all know what that means? He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Let me add, though, the most important part that comes next in that scripture. I, Jesus, have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So we don't want to discount that. Jesus came so that we can have life and that we can have life to its fullest. But the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he is coming at a very early age. He wants to steal their identity. He wants to destroy their purpose. The earlier he can do it, the more effective it's going to be. Because let me kind of shift for just a minute, but I promise it goes together. So stay with me. I was gardening the other day. And if you've heard any of my other podcasts, you know that I have a black thumb, but I love to work in the garden. Um, We had a rose bush that had whatever the rose disease is, and I had to get, get it out And my husband is so busy. He really does a lot. And so I waited for him to do it. And one day I just decided to take it upon myself to get this rose bush. This rose bush was planted before we ever moved here. And we moved here in 2015. So it's pretty established. I don't know really what I'm getting into when I'm doing this. I get a shovel. I get an axe. I get all kinds of stuff. I have like the dollar store one dollar gloves that don't do anything except protect my hands from dirt. That's really all it does. And I'm trying to get this rose bush. The more that I'm I'm I start digging with this big shovel. I stand on it. I try to get as deep as I can because I think if I can just get under the roots, then I can pull it out. Like I can just pull it up and it'll come out easily. But y'all I had no idea what was ahead. It took me and two teenage boys to get that rosebush out because those roots were deep. They were not letting go. I couldn't just grab it and pull it. I had to get, we dug so deep. And when I'm saying two teenage boys, I'm talking about my 18-year-old and his friend. We had the axe. We had shovels. We almost broke a shovel. And it was, it's one of those big, heavy-duty shovels. Just because we were trying so hard, putting all our weight, standing on it or pushing it down. And this root was not wanting to give. We had to go quite a bit under the root, but it curved around. And so we had to get the thorns off. It was trying to protect itself with the thorns. So we used the axe to get the the part above the soil. We got it apart And it took us all, and it took a good hour or more after having all three of us to finally get the root out of this ground. And I just started thinking about how important it is, how you plant your roots, where you plant your roots. What are we planted on? Like, where are our roots getting their nutrition from? So I said all that. So let me go back to the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he is wanting to start at an early age because it's more effective with kids. He wants to steal their identity so that he can kill and destroy their purpose. And if he can do it at an early age, that means he's starting it 
when they are just barely planted. Their roots are just starting to take root. And if he can get to them early, then he and his lies can be what is feeding into the root system for our children. I hope what I'm saying is making sense. I'm saying this to say, as a parent, as a teacher, whoever you are that's listening to this, if you have any influence over children, you are a part of helping their root system grow. And and you are a part of determining the foundation that it's planted in. Of course, the parent is ultimately the primary person who's deciding where their foundation is. But we need to be feeding our kids the proper nutrition. We need to be making sure that their roots are pulling from the word of God and the truth, which is all the same thing. They need to know who they are. Starting from the very beginning, when my daughter was first born, uh, most of you know that my ministry is called Fearfully Made Ministries, and it's because that is the verse almost all of my messages are founded on because it's all about your identity. For me, it reminded me of who I am, so I wanted to remind others of who they are. And so when my daughter was first born, like when she was first learning to talk, I taught her Psalm 139, 14. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And we stopped at that. That was the first thing she learned. She could say that when she very first was saying her very first sentences. She had no idea what it meant. But I wanted to start with that being inside of her. And then as she got older, we started talking more in depth about what that verse means. Then when she understood that, I started teaching her more of the scripture around it because really that is the center of my theme verse and what my ministry is founded on. But if you look at Psalm 139, 13 through 16, all of that is so important because it talks about how you're knitted together in your mother's womb, like in the secret place before you were even conceived, God was already planning out your purpose. We need our kids to know that they were created with a purpose. They're the only ones who can fulfill that purpose. Nobody else can do that for them. So if they're not here, their purpose is not being fulfilled in the way that only they could do it. So I I got a little bit deep. I went a little bit off track several times, but this is something that weighs heavily on my heart because I'm hearing about it at least once a week. I'm hearing about the things that these kids are faced with, tough things. And I just, I don't want it to be pushed under the rug. I don't want it to be something that we never talk about because this is very real. This is something I feel we need to, you know, they say it takes a village. It takes a village. If through this podcast I can be a part of your village, I would be happy to be a part of your village. I want your children to succeed. I want them to be firmly planted in a secure location where their roots can grow and hang on to where they can't just be pulled up. They can't just be routed to something that is not giving real nutrition. I always say I would love to hear from you, the listeners, whether you comment or send an email. I would love to hear from you, your thoughts, what's going on with your kids. Is there anything that we can address on here? Whether I bring my own kids in or my husband or just me or maybe some other guest who is 
knowledgeable in a specific area, just let me know because we'll talk about it. But I've kept you long enough, so we will meet back here next week. I look forward to talking to you next week, and thank you for joining me for another episode of My Beautiful Chaos. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.